Hey, it's Dan here. We're about to start, but a reminder, a reminder that we are on video. Now, why you'd want to look at our ugly mugs, I don't know. But if you do, it's beautifully shot. We're on YouTube, so you can actually see the podcast in person. Just look up, get them on side on YouTube. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Get Them On Side. We'll get you ready for round 17. And and yes, we are on the uh, YouTube, everyone. Now, uh, we're in this beautiful studio. We've got massive numbers with the podcast, Joel Kane. No mm. one actually watches the video. Now, I know we're not pretty <laughs> men, so I don't, I'm not t- totally surprised. Mm. But... Uh, but go up and watch us on YouTube uh, because that's, uh, you know, they've put all these resources into. Joel, uh, a very sad uh, day for us and yes. more particularly for our, our colleague and friend, Sean Amrod, because uh, he's been missing for the last few weeks. His dad's been crook. Very sadly, uh, his dad passed away last week. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was nice, Dan. I've had people reaching out on social media asking, to, is there a way to, to send him gifts or hampers and things like that? And I thought, gee, that's, that's very, very mm. nice of the people out there. So he will appreciate that uh, when that happens. So thank you very much. But I just want to say um, condolences, of course, to the Omrod family. And he sadly missed here today on this panel, but he's doing the right thing. And he has been for some months. So you guys probably have pieced it together by now that there was something going on, mm. uh, which clearly there was. Now, his dad, who I actually never met, but uh, the coal miner, Georgie Ormerod, he lost his battle uh, during the week uh, with his illness. And, and, you know, rest in peace, Georgie. But whilst I didn't know him, Dan, everyone would speak so glowingly about him. And it's like Sean. Apples don't fall too far from the tree. Mm. And Sean is one of those blokes who's just universally loved, you know. Yeah. I've yet to meet a person who doesn't. Not not just doesn't like Sean, doesn't love Sean. Yeah, you know? I know he looks like a hipster, but he's actually a ah, good bloke, champion bloke, and yeah. and so therefore, you can just imagine that um, Georgie, the coal miner who sadly passed away, has played a major part in that. They're going through tough times at the moment, and right now it's about being with his mother and uh, the rest of his family. So look, we're thinking about you, Shawnee boy. We we miss you. We can't wait to have you back. But of yeah. course, you've got more important things to be tackling right now. Well said. And thank goodness you got to go down there. Yeah, because there's plenty of people that haven't been able to see loved ones either after they've passed or just before so uh very thin silver lining but um something there yeah georgie the coal morning like the old beer dan so he, he would be down there getting stuck into the old what beer so, about uh, like real men yeah. like that black beer yeah and you just imagine i'm not a real man Georgie, the coal miner, he would have been a real man. And, yeah. and you know what, Shawnee, as soon as you come back up here, I, I can't wait to get you in the head. Like, give you a cuddle and um, we'll cheers an yeah. old beer for, for old. Georgie. Rest in peace, Georgie. Good on you, George. Um, what about, as I try and delicately uh, move this away, because we are about fun and frivolity, what about Guinness? I can't do Guinness either. I, My family and I, we went to Ireland. Well, yeah. Kobe and I, actually. We went to Ireland and we went to the Guinness factory. And... We each had a, a Guinness at the end of it, and it was magnificent. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. it was magnificent. If I went to Ireland, I would do that. But it was that me, it tasted like Vegemite. Now, that's probably... But have, you haven't had it issue. over there? No. No. I've no, never no. been to Ireland. I haven't, oh, one of the great places. I would love to go. So we get we get over there, and we have the Guinness, and, and I reckon many, many people from Australia would be thinking exactly this. You have it, and you go, this. why haven't I not been having this? Really? Oh, it's magnificent. Bill Harrigan was always big on that. You know what he'd have after a game? He'd go, I'm getting Leslie to make me a toasted cheese sandwich yeah. and to pour the Guinness. Is that right? So it can just, it can just uh, settle by the time I get home. Oh, I'll have to pour it early. Pour it early? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... so- I left Ireland convinced that I'd be forever be a, a Guinness drinker. Yeah, but I imagine in hot weather, it's not as 
Nah. It just doesn't – it's not the same here. Do you – now, I don't know how that's reminded me. Remember about 10 years ago, mm. the big thing – remember those Lionel Richie ads mm. for that home brew? Oh, yeah. Didn't that die in the arse? Oh, no. <laughs> so it was this little thing that uh, you'd put the um, – uh, like a cask wine, was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it would have the, uh, it was like the, the yeast and the all that sort of cream. Thing. It was like the, the uh, what's the thing with the whipped cream? Uh, the, the little, um, yeah, that little squeezy thing. The little, yeah, the little milk bottle thing that people get high off. Uh, well, I can't remember what they're called that you buy in the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. But it was with all that. <laughs> died in the ass, and then everyone it? thought, "What a great idea!" Bought the bloody contraption, <laughs> and then uh, realised, "Oh, this is garbage. What are we doing buying this?" Um, the big headline in the league, I suppose, uh, is Benji's parting of the ways with the Tigers. Yep. Uh, I, th- I noticed a lot of criticism yesterday, Joel, that he was sent off via a press release. Well, that is cold. But normally a retirement press conference is everyone's all happy families. This is not a happy family situation. They've decided he's not to play for them. Yeah. So I can imagine how else are they supposed to, unless they leak it in the paper, which I think they did the day before, actually, how else are they supposed to officially break the news? You know what? People get way too sensitive with this sort of stuff. I mean, they're parting ways. It's not ideal. He's had a great career. He'll be forever remembered as a West Tigers great. Mm. Um. What do you reckon, Dan? Do you want to see him in other colours or do you want to see him yeah. retire as a Tiger? No, I don't. Be, no, that stuff, that's... Like, I want to see Cam Smith play next year for yeah, someone else. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think how exciting would it be? No, this idea that you have to be a one-club player, that's dead, I, I think. I do too. He's still renowned forever as a, a great Tiger. People forget he was at the Dragons for a period of time. That's right. Brisbane for a year. Yeah. Can I tell you where I want to see him, Dan? With this new set restarts, teams on the back foot, touch footballers picking him apart. It, it saved the career of Sean Johnson, in my opinion. Yes. That COVID break, uh, Captain Clarity, Peter Volandis comes out and said, yeah, you know, we're changing this rule. And Sean Johnson's gone, <laughs> rocketed into Dallium contention, leads the uh, the comp for try assist. I would love to see, and he could dead set retire with a competition with this, the Newcastle Knights pack... With Mitchell Pearce firing a pass to Benji Marshall. So you'd rather him than Kieran? Yeah. He Benji Marshall with Kalen Ponga. Mm. Oh, all tickets in. You don't have to pay a heap to get Benji up there. He will pay for himself big time and might just retire with the premiership. Dan, I would love to see that. That's nice. I like that. He's the club. I um so I said uh, I did the Tigers the other night and I made a comment like he's in great form or something. And I got a bit of pushback on, on the social media. Did you? And, and I get it. His defence is not particularly solid, but you compare him to what Luke Brooks has produced. Benji's the most dangerous weapon they've got, the Tigers. I want Josh to see. Reynolds, you know, it, it's, Benji had his number, t- not the try assists are everything, and we probably overrate the importance of try assists as an overall thing, but he's number two in the NRL. Yeah. So he's, he's giving them something Brooks in, who should be in the prime of his career is not. Benji's number two in the NRL for Trices. Pretty close. Okay. It, he only gets the ball about 40 times a game. So if you take away a strike oh, rate. Here we go. You're quarterback and you're Quarterback. Two. I want to see him for a month, Benji Marshall, right? 
Marshall and Brooks doesn't work. It hasn't worked. It's never worked, right? I want to see Benji Marshall with seven forwards and Benji Marshall quarterbacking for his last month at the West Tigers, take him around the field. So the hooker doesn't think about it. Harry Grant just goes, where are you, Benj? Over there. Bang, we're going that way. That's what they do with Penrith and Cleary. I've got a question. Mm. Sorry, I keep cutting No, no, you're right. A familiar tactic is to run at the halves. Yeah. Can't there just be a designated player... Uh, and this is the, the you're, I'm the non-league person asking this. Is there a way you can construct your defensive line so the non the non the most you know the Benji Marshall or the Darren Lockyer in his last year yep. wouldn't have to make a single tackle? Is there a way you can construct? Of course remember, you could. Remember Darren Lockyer used to have the bodyguard Tony Carroll. Yeah. And and yes, of course they run it Lockyer. They run it. They run it the half. They run it Thurston. Yeah. But surely there's a way you can construct your defensive line. Yeah. Might be a bit harder now with the six again, and it's a bit more broken. But um, you know Nathan Cleary is making thirty tackles a game in Origin. Mm. Could you construct your defensive line to at least not? You want your quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Your quarterback in the NFL doesn't make a tackle. No. Could you have a quarterback in the NRL? Yeah. I mean, you're trying to get this term yeah, yeah, yeah. bubbling. Yep. You know, making five tackles a game as opposed uh, yeah. to 25. Yeah, okay. You, you take me back to the 2018 grand final. Quarterback model. Uh, Cleary's averaging 70 per match at the moment, right? Receipts, pass receipts, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. In that grand final, Luke Cleary had 78. Yeah. Right? So that's the attacking component. But to answer your question, and I haven't really thought about that until you've asked this question, I do like where you're coming from. Cooper Cronk was basically hiding in that game. So the only way I think you could do it is, remember Matt Ridge used to defend right behind the line? No, defensively but- for Manly. So Matt Ridge would – he started it. He would defend two or three, three metres behind the line. Back in right. those days, it was the heavier footballs couldn't really kick him off the Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So what I would do, based on answering your question, I would have the Matt Ridge model where your quarterback stays behind the line as yes. an orchestrator, yes. pulling and pushing players where to go, yes. two metres behind the line, not making any tackles, oh. jumping in if they absolutely have to, okay. and the fullback sits back. Okay. So he's swivelling him across going from side to side. So I think it actually could work, but I, I just love – give me Benji for a month okay. just by himself with seven forwards. Uh, Dan, but I also want to talk about this. Let's go back to last week's show and you made a bold promise. Here's what you had to say. I'm sick of people. Dan, you got to watch Yellowstone. Why haven't you watched Yellowstone? How far into Yellowstone? Yes. So uh, are you going to do it? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm, now, I'm going home today. Yeah. Okay. I've revolved my life around Yellowstone. Yes. Right? Because yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. sick of these questions. Yes. You've got a free gap. I've, I've done it. I've, I've opened up a Yellowstone day. So by this time next week, you can critique Yellowstone. <sighs> okay. Yes, now, now it means I'm, I'm bound to this, but yeah. okay, I'll do it. Right, I'll do it. Uh, bound for this. So, bound for this, let's be bound to this. Now, Dan, before we move on, mm-hmm. oh, just for A people lot of listening, gone into this. Yes, for people listening, you've missed the video of Dan and his rant, but you've also missed the stinger of Dan riding a horse with the cowboy hat on into Yellowstone. Good photo. Good photo. So I am begging, I'm pleading. I'm going to make that my Tinder photo. <laughs> Is that the one? Go to Tinder. YouTube yeah, and, the and, thing. And, and just watch the first, however long we've been going for in this show, yeah. to see that picture. To answer the question, mm-hmm. you had a gap. Mm-hmm. You bound yourself to it, did you? Joel. <laughs> 
I, I didn't watch it on Wednesday, but right, uh, I managed to plough through a few mm-hmm. to the point I'm now season two, episode three. Wow. I think that's it. I, I was hoping to get a bit further on. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm torn on the show. You're torn? I don't know if it's good or not. I really don't. I, I, I It's a good show. It's a solid show. It's sort of... It's got tenets of um, succession. Yeah. Uh, where the family sort of fighting for the business, and right. you've got the you know the the the, the woman who is nasty, yeah. who is half sexy, half <laughs> just a yeah. <laughs> you, know, you you just you know you want to you you just want to kill her at the same time. <laughs> so I'm torn with her, but she's the most interesting character. Okay, and Rip is the most. No, she and Rip, the the cowboy. I find are the most interesting characters. So, uh, but uh, but he but my assessment of Yellowstone is this: I think it's a a, a decent show, but shot so beautifully, right? And, and it sounds so good. The the animals, the yeah, the the, the 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 horses and and all the other animals that it, it elevates the show to another level. Right. So I'll that, keep going. Okay. How many seasons are there? I believe three. So I'm, I'm nearly halfway through the run. And you're expecting to see it out? Oh, I will now. Yeah. I will now. I'm interested enough. I don't find any of them redeeming at all. Right. I think Kevin Costner is hateable. <laughs> the the, the um, uh, Jamie is an absolute wimp. Yeah. An yeah. absolute wimp. Um, he'd be your spot player, would he? If you were playing that team, you'd run him at Jamie. Oh, now. mate. He'd just he'd saloon passes, right? He'd, <laughs> He'd be a turnstile. Yeah. So that's my Yellowstone review. I think it's a seven out of ten show, but the scenery and the and the sound make it an eight out of ten show. Yeah. Succession's got me written all over that. I've yeah. heard enough endorsements from people who I respect yeah. on things like You'll this. You love so. the dad. The dad is just wonderfully a wonderful arsehole. Right. Just a wonderful <laughs> arsehole. I might find a gap and yes. I might be bound to a succession. Review, but I won't get through as many episodes. Same uh, rules as Yellowstone. So I found Yellowstone was unbelievably boring for the first three episodes, but everyone said you got to get through the first four, and then it starts to open right. up. And I would say the same thing with Succession. Right. Just let the thing breathe. Just let it. It's a slow burn. Right. My God, it is worth it. Um, also, hopefully, this is worth it. Uh, shooting Bambi again. Our apologies. It was two weeks ago now that we forgot. But yes, well, I still get I still get <laughs> messages. Where was it, Joel? I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple here, so I'm going to let you uh, open the batting, take the new ball. Yeah, I'm going to shoot Bambi, and I'm going to shoot the people who are shooting Bambi because I think it's terribly unfair. We've got a couple of new coaches announced already, and I'll go you through some numbers here. Nathan Brown, who we'd all agree knows how to coach, been in the game a long time. However, he's had 10 seasons as an NRL coach. Now, this is not a slide on Nathan Brown. It's more to pump up the person I'm going to land on. There's no qualifiers in shooting Bambi. No, no, no. Okay, so Nathan Brown, 10 seasons in the NRL. Seven times has coached for more than 500 in the defensive columns. That's more than 21 points a game, right? That's fine. That's fine. A lot of coaches in the competition have similar figures. Trent Barrett has had three seasons in the NRL, two seasons over 500, one season over 600. No one's got any problem with Brownie getting a gig at the Warriors. No one's got any problem with Trent Barrett getting a gig at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Anthony Griffin, who I'll say this, 
He's a good bloke. He's a very likeable bloke. Ben Hunt, who is at the Dragons, I'd be signing them if I was the Dragons. I know they're copying it at the moment, but I will say this. He has coached seven seasons in the National Rugby League. Seven seasons. And not one year has been over 500. So I spoke about Brownie's had seven seasons out of 10 over 500 in the defensive column. Trent Barrett has averaged about nearly 600 in the defensive column. Not one season out of seven has Hook had a defensive column that had over 500 points in the season. So then you say, okay, well, players are saying, well, not, well maybe chosen players. Um, yeah, well, he had a very simple game plan. Well, you know what? So did Jack Gibson and so does Wayne Bennett in many ways. Over the last 10 years at Penrith, Three of the top four attacking seasons were by Anthony Griffin. So he knows how to get it done. He might not be able to handle the odd person in the team. Who where are you shooting? You're giving I'm a shoot, rap. I'm shooting the media who are going after Anthony Griffin, who the poor bug has been sidelined for a while. He's going for another job and they're attacking him. Under what premise should he get attacked? His numbers are through the roof. His, his numbers <laughs> display an outstanding coach. Seven seasons, defence you can only have good defence if teams buy into what you're doing. Seven seasons without hitting the 500 mark ever. I don't think Trent Robinson could boast that. They are unbelievable figures. Okay. Give the man a chance. So the media were going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, went to the Apple store last week. Mm. I mean, this is an easy one. But I'm now convinced that the Apple store is a cult. Really? So I go in there – I've had a problem with my phone ever since I got it about 18 months ago. Mm. My last phone was an Android, and and ever since I've converted over – ever since I've converted over, every couple of weeks I Mm. lose nearly all my contacts. You. I've put your contact in my phone God knows how many times, and now it comes up as maybe Kobe (laughs) Kane, right? All right, and, and maybe Kobe Kane. Oh, that's a bit uh, fishy, Dan. And uh, yeah, but it's your number, <laughs> yeah. so no, I've, her number is a separate number I've got in my phone. And, <laughs> but it also puts under, all under the sweet cheeks or something. Uh, is it? Oh, sweet cheeks? Are you calling it? Sweet? No, I'm not calling it pumpkin. Sweet cheeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, oh, it's always good. Yeah, Sue's laughing laugh. in the back there. Oh, you know, Sue's. By the way, we're talking about voiceover artists. Oh, yeah. Susie is the voice behind Fox in Wasn't many she ways. Upset that we last week. Rapped. I didn't know. Who do we rap last week? Lockie Hume and Matt Nable because we, they're excellent voiceover yeah. people. Well, the female voice you'll hear on much of the Fox production is our very own Susie. Susie, that's and, right. And I have, I have a great respect and reverence for voiceover artists. It's such a gift. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it it is it. a gift. It is a gift. Great gift. Um. But back to the Apple store. So I go there, and I knew this was going to be an issue, and it puts all my texts out of order. Yeah. So every time I go in to sync the phone, you know, mm. you put it into the computer. Yep. Basically, texts from 10 years ago go to the top, and I lose all my contacts. Right. I've had enough of this. I've put up with this for 18 months. I've yep. had enough. I, I, I thought, I, I hate the Apple store, but I'm going to go anyway. So you've gone to the cult? Yeah, I booked in. I booked into the genius. And I had to go through, no, no, no. It's, the yeah, cult genius. Yeah, you had to, it's, they're called Apple geniuses. Yeah, and you had to book in, and I did it in advance and turned up, and you have to go through the whole thing. But they've all got these smiles on their faces. They're a bit um, entitled. No, well, I think they are, but I, I think there's something has happened. I think it's it's a cult. It's it's it's. <laughs> It's they explain things to you. It's never Apple's fault. Yeah, never Apple's fault. So this lady, she was lovely, but it was not Apple's fault. I said, look, can you get someone 
um, someone else um, uh, higher up because I'm, I'm I'm not. She's saying I can't help you, and I'm going. But but my phone's stuffed. I need. Can you get? And this bloke had exactly the same, the same sort of smugness. No, no, no. Normally they do, but I, I I've moved away from smugness mm. to. Um, I think they've been brainwashed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because they, they do everything with a big over smile on their face. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. We'd love to help you, but we can't. Um, and I think they actually mean what they say. But yeah. I'm now convinced yeah. that the Apple Store people are brainwashed yeah. in the orientation period because I don't think they're human. There's something not right about these people. <laughs> I've actually gone. They're now not. From, they're geniuses. I've, I've gone from hating them for being smug, all those words that you said. I now feel for them because <laughs> I think they've been converted. Yeah. They are the movementarians of our society. Uh, and finally, this is an easy hit, Joel. The celebrities on Masked Singer are not celebrities. No. Lucy, what was her name? Durak. Haven't seen it. Is not a celebrity. I don't know Lucy Durak. Fine, a fine talent. She does a lot of uh, stage, a lot of yep. theatre. Yep. Um, might have done some TV. In fact, has done some, but she's not a celebrity. Right. Last night, it was Kate Miller-Heike. Uh, Miller is that her don't, name? Don't know Kate Miller-Heike either. Okay. Then, and then, again, a very accomplished singer. Right. But- How's the general public supposed to get this? But here's my, my issue. The easy thing is to whack the mass Singer people for these second-rate celebrities. Right. Have you seen the ratings for this show? So are the mass Singers, uh, are they celebrities themselves? That's the that's what I mean. Yeah, you've got to the the person uh, in the suit is the mass Singer, right? And you've now I don't get, I watched it for the first time last night ever, mm. and um, I don't get the I get the concept. I don't understand why it's interesting, but a million people are not watching this. So my my Bambi is you people <laughs> demeaning yourselves to watch this garbage. You should be ashamed. I mean, the whole and you can't. You, you've got to understand that the the, the panel, mm. Danny Minogue and Dave Hughes and the other ones, Jackie O and someone else, um, are trying to guess who these who this celebrity is or yeah, these yeah, celebrities. Yeah. But you can see that's produced within an inch of its life, <laughs> and that they that they always come up with different guesses amongst them, and it's just you can see this thing has been scripted out. But all you people, you people that get sucked in by the six pm COVID scare news and now the mass singer, you should be ashamed. That's why the state of free to air TV is so bad. Um, <laughs> I got to see Penrith on the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh mate. Uh, They're the real deal. Yeah. Not that you needed me to confirm that, but the, just the, the resilience. Yeah. Uh, I thought was because the West Tigers gave him a fair challenge for early the first on 50, 60 minutes. Yep. And it took Penrith a while to break them. Mm. That was very impressive. And you know, it was fast, fantastic. The atmosphere at that ground, there were only three and a half thousand there. It was a sensational atmosphere. And it. Um, a lot of kids out of the three and a half thousand were there. It was very, it was wonderful to be there. Yeah. Wonderful to be. It's such a shame they can't fill the joint because um, they are such they are a team worth watching. Isn't it good that they get the home ground in week one of the semi-finals? No, I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? No, I do. I absolutely do. Dan, I did a poll this week because I thought to myself, self, I don't think we've had a closer competition as far as perception of winning the competition. I can't ever remember it, actually, having so many contenders so evenly weighted. So I did a poll to say, who's going to win the competition? Roosters, Storm, Panthers or other, right? Who do you think came out on top? 
Hang on, give me so so the top three teams and then the rest of the field. Who's going to win the comp? Yes. So based on the poll and perception out there, now to give this context, Sportsbet have put up the market, 100% market, so there's no margin at all in it. Mm. They've got the Roosters, Storm and Panthers all paying $4. Right. Which means in the book, they consider them equally a 25% chance to win the comp. Yes. And the rest of the field at 25%. So that is... I'm prepared to say that never in my history have I seen yeah. four teams at this stage of the comp. I hear you. It should be finals this week, by the way, which it's not. But a month out from the finals, 25%, 25%, 25%. It's basically pulling a card out, clubs, hearts, spades, yeah. etc. diamonds. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I like it that the best team in the comp this year is not a proven finals team. Uh, it would be boring if the Roosters were the runaway number one team. Yeah. But it's not that way. Mm. I think it's going to be a fascinating finals because the Penrith are clearly the best team right now. Yeah. Clearly the best team. And, clearly? And I think they're clearly the best. In terms of how they're playing, how their team lines up. Have you seen the Melbourne team, how thin it is at the moment? Yeah. Roosters are going to be scary, but I think they've got to win this week against – I think that's a, I think that is a knockout game. This is a top four clash, that's isn't right. it? It's a top four clash. You can have your sunny build. This is a top four clash, yeah. Um, which we'll get to. In fact, so Dan, who's yes. the perception? Who do you think they've got on top? The public. It's not twenty five percent as far as this poll went. Uh, Roosters, Penrith Panthers, thirty percent. Really? But to to think that one team can only get to thirty percent. Yeah, that's right. Fa- fantastic. It's re- remarkable. Fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah. I hope, from the purely uh, uh, perspective of what gives us the most exciting finals, if Canberra were to win this week, I'd love to see the Roosters... Uh, I said the same thing this week. ...have to go through the knockout phase, because they'll scare the hell out of everyone. The ultimate challenge for Trent Robinson... Yeah. This is... It's almost like he needs this little one, doesn't it? I'd love to see the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and and they're more than capable of doing it. Absolutely, because you have, if you've if you've looked at their injuries and and when they're they're all coming back just in time. Yeah, Melbourne is similar, but they've got blokes like Fanukan who they're going to be probably finals week one. Suli, yeah, Tui Kamakamitha. Well, we haven't seen him all year. Yeah, um, Lumi Lumi was good. Now, is that how we say his name? Yeah. I've got to find out this week because I'm doing them um, on Friday night. Lumi Lumi. I, I believe so. Isaac Lumi Lumi. I was hoping Good it was Lumi Lumi Lumi. But Lumi Lumi. Mate, Stephen Price said to me four years ago, he said, this kid is a dead set first grader. Wasn't he part of Cronulla system? Yeah, Price he was. Uh, Lumi Lumi was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like The Fox came through uh, the lower grades at Cronulla also. So there's one for you, Dan. Yeah, the yeah. two wingers were both... Coming through as under twenties Cronulla players. Someone sign at O'Car. What's going? Something's weird there mm. about that whole thing. Uh, oh, and our Cam Smith watch. Uh, again, no decision as we go to air on a Wednesday morning. Um, someone said to me. Oh, Brandy said to me. I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Um, uh, he's told his boss Matt Tripp and um, and Craig Bellamy. But now we understand that's not the case. So, um, any drama with Cam Smith delaying this decision? I mean, now he's been called grandpa and selfish. And any any thoughts? Well, uh, uh, I don't have any thoughts. I, I have no idea what he's going to do. But once again, like the Roosters, and this is the example of a good club. No one knows. Yeah, we just don't know. They just lock everything down. I, I don't know what he's going to do, Dan. What do, what do you think? 
I'd love to see him go to the Gold Coast. I think he's going to. Yes, I think he's going to play for someone else next year. Yeah, I think Melbourne have got to make a decision that um, there's only two clubs he plays for, right? Brisbane or Gold Coast? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Melbourne, it's it's not as wonderful as he is. Are you going to look get him for one more year at age thirty six, or are you going to have Harry Grant for the next ten years? But you think about it this way. That's right. But you think about it this way. You you can get a Jack Bird or a Milford or whatever it is for a million dollars. You can get Cameron Smith for a million dollars, whether you're the Titans or whether you're the Broncos, and it guarantees you play finals football, mm. doesn't it? I yes, yes, uh, and um, you know, does he want to coach? What, what is it? I genuinely believe he might know what he wants to do. But I, I would even sign him and say, listen, Cameron, we only need you to play half the season, but you just simply being in the club and around the joint, that would be enough to make the finals. Yeah, if I'm paying a million bucks, I want him for the first Every season. <laughs> you know, if it's 10% of my cap or 12% of my cap. Quick ones, um, Pangai Jr. Um, back at the Broncos. They're saying it had nothing to do with the media campaign. The media campaign must mm. have something to do with it, even though it was pretty it was pretty transparent what was going on. What about the clauses in a new contract? It has to be kept in shape. It's got to stay off social media. Could you have that clause for every single player? Yeah. What if it, what if a rugby league club? What if Melbourne Storm, right, or Roosters said mm. no social media? Mm. Do you think it would cause so much uproar that players would just walk out? Oh come on, you, you're professionals. The other thing I'll say on players about stuff with Tavita Pangai Junior. South Sydney, Dan, a number of their players for six weeks have been off the source, right? We've yeah. probably, we probably got to get to these tips in a minute. Yeah. Jack White ran into his issues at the start of last year. He then got off the source, and it ultimately led to him getting to a Clive Churchill medal. To all the players out there, and I didn't do this as a player, by the way, So, but if I had my time again, <laughs> if you get off the source, Tom Brady does it throughout the season, it will dramatically change your career. So take that advice and do with you, please. But it's a no-brainer, Dan. It's a no-brainer. Mm. Okay. Uh, words of wisdom from Joel Kane. Uh, we're going to do some tips after this. Oh, poetry in motion. The best place to catch an NRL same-game multi is Sportsbet. It's never been easier to find more markets, more offers and bigger odds. If it's a same-game multi, it's Sportsbet. Okay, time to do tips. And, Joel, I think we've got to address something here. As our numbers go up each and every week, and thank you everyone for, for listening, and I don't say that to break, but what I, why I say that is because obviously the jibber we do, people seem to like that. Yeah. But I think it's actually had an impact on the tipping portion of the show because we, we sort of, we, it, it's almost an afterthought. And I think this whole thing started as a tipping thing and we look, yeah. for, the, we look for the markets where we think there's a little hole and we, here's my idea to you. What are you suggesting, Dan? I think we do this as a separate podcast. So two potties. I think we need to dedicate. We actually need to have a dedicated tipping podcast. I mean, because sometimes we're doing it. They're just throwing it. We're throwing it yeah. away. You know, we'll spend two seconds on a game because the studio's booked for yeah, something yeah, else, and yeah. we've got to leave. I like this. Are we okay with that? Well, you know, what I like about it, people are wired differently, Dan. Some people love the banter, mm. and that's all they want to hear. Some people love the tipping, and that's what they want to hear. And yeah. some people just love both. So why don't we separate them? Why don't we do the banter podcast where we do the Bambies, we do yeah, the Black Book, we so do we'll all those topics? Up, we'll put that up as normal on a, when do we, on a Wednesday On a afternoon. Wednesday, and then you wake up Thursday morning or whatever the case yeah. may be, and you're looking to do your tips, put your tips in. Done. you got your tips sorted. Done. Let's start. 
Brisbane versus Penrith. Thursday night football. Oh, oh that's... Uh, we've had some wonderful Thursday night games. This is not one of them. $10 the Broncos, $1.05 the Panthers. The start... I can't believe this. The start has come in. It was 22 and a half yesterday. It is now 21 and a half. Firstly, apologies, everyone. We all agreed you can't take the Roosters against the start last week. Well, wasn't that yeah, obvious in about 10 minutes that we were very, very wrong? Oh, it was like watching under 10s, wasn't it? Dan, you know we like to leave movements here. So we were very early on the case. The Sharks hadn't been a top eight side. And since we mentioned it, everyone's saying the Sharks haven't beaten a top eight side. We also spoke about the fact quite early that the Tigers just can't do anything on play five. Mm. Well, that's starting to get momentum now. Here's the new one for you, Dan. Yes. This bloke here. So it hasn't been mentioned. We're mentioning it here for the first time, as we like to do. Mm. Trivia question. Yes. Who's the man that the Panthers need to wrap up in cotton wool? Who's the, who's the undefeated man with many, many victories? The lucky charm for the Panthers, Dan. I know Dylan Edwards is undefeated, but I don't think you mean him. No. Stephen Crichton. No. Uh, 12 games for 12 wins. Brent Naden. Oh, okay, yes. Brent Naden is yet to taste defeat. He's okay. the lucky charm. I don't think the he's the reason. He's been very good. He's the lucky charm, Dan. I would have thought Arpi Coruscant was more of a no, lucky charm. 12 from 12, Brent okay. Naden. Okay, very good. Oh, he's back in the centres too. Um, Mitch Kenny was pretty good the other yeah. night. You know, Arpi's named in 18, so I gather if Arpi's available, he's in. Kurt Capel, we haven't seen him all year, and the big fella Kikau is back. So 22 or 21 and a half to me, Joel, looks a bit thin. Uh, I know it's up at Brisbane. The Broncos, it's it's again an O'Sullivan Dearden combination mm. in the halves. Uh, Payne Haas is back. So um, did he play last week? I don't think no, he no, did. No, Payne Haas didn't play last week. No, no so he's back. So that's something. Um, Offerhen Gowie's out. Offerhen Gowie is out. Uh, so I, 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 if Penrith can beat a very gallant West Tigers by 24, I can't see them. Not getting close to this, 21 and a half. I'm taking Penrith. I'm in a tipping comp at the line, and the Broncos will single-handedly beat me. I've lost so many games tipping them. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again every week. I promise myself I'll never do it. But I like the fact that Oates is back, Haas is back, okay. the Cavalry's back. And I will say this, their record at Suncorp is through the floor. Penrith have yet to go into state all year. They haven't gone into state. Very good. It, yeah, but the first time feels like a school excursion. Yeah, but they're a young team, Dan. This is, to me, and the other thing is they lead it's this. It's fun going on planes sometimes. I know, I know. They lead the comp pretty comfortably. This is a very droppable game. Oh, come on. No, no, droppable game as far as not being at your best. Okay, fine. I'll so give, I think at value, I think a bet, uh, 1 to 12 Panthers, I think that's worth the price. 1 to 12? Yeah, I, I do, Dan. Oh. I honestly do. And... The worst way to bet, because you're always one score yeah, away know. from losing. Second worst. Taking the unders, total match points oh, is well the worst. Oh, well, that's yeah, because then you're cheering for no yeah. football. Broncos at the line. Uh, Broncos have won their last four against Penrith. Haven't played since round 22 last year, but last four meetings, all the Broncos at Suncorp. 24-12, 50-18, 13-6, Penrith haven't beaten Brisbane in four years. Maybe you're onto something there. I gather we have no Sean Tips today. No. Uh, we move on to Newcastle Cronulla. This is a terrific Friday 6 p.m. game. Newcastle versus the Sharks. Dollar eighty-five Newcastle. Dollar ninety-five the Sharks. Um, 
just wide enough that market to give us a line, which is one and a half. So if you want the Sharks to get a point and a half on your side, Chad Townsend back for the Sharks, Joel. He and Braden Trindle will be the halves. Um, Newcastle, Mason Leno back at number six. Uh, he played there last week. They were horrific against the Warriors. Horrific. Um, Cronulla did enough against the Cowboys, but that, that's not exactly blistering form to beat the Cowboys. They say, Joel, your first instinct is your best. My yep. first instinct is Cronulla. Wow. That, that, that Cronulla beat teams that aren't very good, and I'm not sure Newcastle are in the very good column anymore. Yeah, I'm all in for the final time of the Knights. This mm. is it. This is it. And I'll take them. Sharks haven't been a top eight side, but as you say, Dan, they're not playing like a top eight side anyway. No. The Knights, they're back at home. They've got the better guns, in my opinion. If you go man for man and you pick the composite side, they would dominate this side, the Newcastle Knights. I'm taking them at the line. And you know what I'm also doing, Dan? What's that? I am today... I am today backing... Everything's got a price, okay? I'm not yes. saying they're going to win the comp. Yes. But you know what? At $67, $67, you turn up finals, you've got a superstar called Ponger at the back, you've got Pierce who's won a comp before, you've got a decorated forward pack, you've got Bradman Best to come back, Six Leader come back who was on the cusp of origin. $67 in this weird old wacky year. They're a team who could win four in a row. At the end of the year. At $67, I'm putting money on them to win the comp. <sighs> Everything's okay. got a price, Dan. Okay. You can't have it? $67 is pretty... Uh, yeah. They're $67. $67. That's pretty good for a side you know are going to make the finals. Like, they're 19. They're going to make the finals. Um, by the way, I looked at the draw. Cronulla is... Even though I think they're going to win this game, they're no certainty to make it because they've got four hard games. Newcastle... The Warriors is the one, all right? Because the Warriors need to jump over the Sharks. Then Cronulla have got... Um, For the great game of rugby league, we actually want the Knights to win this week, Dan, don't we? 100%. A- and the Warriors to win, and then it's game on. Well, because then Cronulla... So, okay, this is the dream scenario from a neutral, let's have yeah. an exciting finish. Yes. Cronulla loses to Newcastle. They stay on 18. Warriors beat... Who have the Warriors got? They've got a winnable one. Well, Parramatta, I think that actually is winnable, but um, odds against. Um, and then we get to round 18, Cronulla versus Warriors. Warriors win that. Now we've got a tie. Yeah. Cronulla's last two games, Roosters and Canberra. Yeah. So... Dan, uh, how has this happened? The, la- the last week or two we've been saying, you know, there's three teams who could possibly sneak into the eight. It's Manly, it's the Tigers, it's the Dragons. Yeah. Now it's the Warriors. It's, the, it's unbelievable. Those three it? are gone. It's unbelievable. And frankly, I think the Warriors aren't going to – because of their shoddy for and against. Um, you know the uh, NBA tried something this year called um, the – what was it? The playing game. Mm. And it was basically eight versus nine. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure we should have ever gone away from the eight v nine playoff or the five v six playoff as we used to have. Mm. I don't know. I just think if to, it's an extra game. Would you have a standalone week for it? You know how they, well, that's the problem. How do you, how do you organize it? No, I wouldn't have a standalone. Well, if you have the buy, right, the forced buy, then you can squeeze it in. Mm. Um, but if you play, so Could you front load it? Could you have it on a Thursday and then they've got the short turnarounds? And this is so. Say Cronulla and the Warriors are the teams in the last round potentially going to finish eight and nine. Mm. You put them on the Thursday and the Friday night. So do you give Team One the week off? 
No, 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 no. He's no, I'm saying without a week off. Yes. Round 26 or round 20 or uh, whatever the last round is, you put the 8v9 contenders early in the round. Five-week, one final, so to speak. And then you play, yeah, and then say on the Tuesday night, they've got to back up. Yep. And then on the following Sunday, they play their knockout yeah. game. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, it's an extra garment. We had that stupid 7v10, 8v9 wild card idea. <laughs> okay, I'm not for that. But what I'm saying is if 8 and 9 tie. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd say bring back only 8 and 9. If, if 10 finishes on with 8 and 9, well, bad luck. You know, that, their four and against must have been horrific. But anyway. So, so could you give them, and you could structure the draw so that they're in the final round, they're playing a bit earlier in the week. I'm, and that's what I, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying round 26 should not be scheduled. The NFL doesn't do this. Yeah. They don't schedule their last round until the Sunday night before. Yes. Right. So these two teams, they're in the mix for uh, for the 8th, eight, ninth eight. game, yeah, right? That's right? Or these three or four teams. That's right. Play them early in the round. Wednesday night that week, you lead with the 8 versus 9. That's right. You go for the regular Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The Sunday game yes. is at... Eighth versus fifth game. That's exactly right. So they've had sort of five day, five day prep. So yep. it's not insurmountable, but it's tougher. Tougher, it's not insurmountable. But you accommodate them in round twenty six or twenty five, whatever That's the case right. might be. Like it sold. Okay, very good. Um, we uh, so you're going Newcastle. Yeah, and I'm going Cronulla, but I will not be having a cent on this game. Game, I think. Well, I'm calling it, so I can't have a cent on it, but I would. Friday 8 p.m. This is a, this is an old-fashioned Friday night blockbuster. Mm. South Melbourne, ANZ Stadium. South, the outsiders. I'm surprised at the disparity of those odds, Joel. $245.55. Um, the Storm giving away um, the soft minus four as we speak. That I fancy that's going to come in a little bit. You might know more than me. Um, Melbourne... Uh, have lost Marion Seve and, more importantly, Nelson Asifa Solomona. So they continue to battle with injuries. Branko Lee comes back. Isaac Lumi Lumi on the wing. Um, Chris Lewis will start. Well, he's named to start at number 12. Mm. You've got a bench. Well, this bench is going to change because you've got Nico Hines, Riley Jacks. We're not going to have two backs on there, I wouldn't have thought. Albert Vette and Darren Schoenig. Now, with all due respect to that. <laughs> Darren Schoenig. Yeah, that's not a premiership winning Back uh, uh, bench, yeah, the big mullet man. Oh, he, he's got uh, he's got Bathurst written all over him. Yes, <laughs> yes, with a with a with a uh, uh, case of VB yeah, on his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Now, is it Darren Fritz that he uh, looks like? Yeah. With the big, uh, was, yeah. It, was that the one? Because I've made that comparison on air before. I'm thinking, I think it's Darren Fritz. He's got to be close base with Brandon Smith, doesn't he? They have to be tight. Those two. Oh yeah. I love. Did you see the images last week? He had a go. Jeez, he ripped in. Oh, he's a, yeah, yeah. Did you see images last week? Brandon Smith prowling the sideline, big <laughs> smile on his face. Oh, like he, he's infectious, no matter what. Yeah. He does. Um, Kenny Bromwich is number twenty-one, so I would be looking at Kenny Bromwich to come in. Kenny's fine. Kenny warmed up with him last week. He was okay. just rested last so week. So that, let's assume Chris Lewis goes back to the bench. Yeah, uh, all of happens. a sudden, it is not that weak a team. South. I'm still sold on South, Joel. Um, after what they did to Parramatta, I know they lost Latrell. I know he's given them 15 try assists and 50 tackle busts. Um, Alex Johnston goes at the back. But the Walker-Reynolds combination right now, yep. only Luai Cleary is a hotter halves yep. combination. I like South plus the four. Yeah, I'm with you, Dan. I've, I just echo those sentiments. By the way, in this game too, you know we do the uh, the, the bingo, sugar try score bingo. Yes. 
we are occasionally testing it with some games. So in this particular game, mm. we've got five try scorers. Uh, Gagai, Alex Johnson, Olem, who scored a hat-trick last week, Munster and Fasul Malawi. Yes. Any three of the five score. Ah, that's a good idea. For that game. So and how keep much is that going to pay? Uh, three got, or four bucks? No, 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 no. I think she's closer to seven. Ooh. Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, Se- seven bucks for that one. Now, did you learn your lesson that the $13 bingo is yeah. just stupid? I've gone back to Thank the you. safer place. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so- I won't tell you what it is. You've got to go check out the Broncos versus Panthers match. First game of the round. It's hidden in that market there. You'll see it. So go go find it, but you'll like it this week. Okay. Uh, we go to uh, – by the way, South Melbourne, just to put a cap on that. Uh, you know South have beaten Melbourne five times ever? 27-5 is the head-to-head. Really? They did meet in round four. Melbourne won 22-8. That was a much closer game. Much closer. No Cody game. Walker. That's right. Mm. Um, and uh, this this bench of South, Kaloa Matangi averaging 140-odd metres a game. In fact, Kaloa Matangi, here's a stat for you. Number one bench metres in the comp. Really? Yeah, it's not a lot of regular bench players. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fanua Blake and Papali, they've had a little stint on the bench. Well, they've killed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But of the regular bench players, Keon Kalalmatangi makes the most metres, about 120 a game. He might win the uh, Interchange Player of the Year, Dallium Interchange Player of the Year. I'll tell you what, you could swap that this year for Interim Coach of the Year and it would have more credibility. Yeah, or Most Improved Player of the Year. Patrick the Mago, Liam Knight, Mark Nichols. That's a, I think that's a very sturdy bench. All right. You've basically said we're both bunnies. Yes. Saturday afternoon. 3 p.m. Bulldogs, Titans to kick off Super Saturday. Uh, This is where this game should be. 3 p.m. This is a hard game to pick, though. Dogs, $2. Titans, $1.80. The Dogs, I... I suspect this is their grand final, Joel Kane. Mm. I think the Gold Coast are a better team. Point and a half start for the Dogs. Pretty settled team. Jake Avarillo named on the bench. Show is Luke Thompson to return. Sione Katoa and Dean Britt off. Uh, the Titans, Moaki Fodawaka is expected to come back this week. Titans, big win over the Dragons last week. 14 points to 10. So... Um, not a not a not a wonderful game, but they've been just honest for many many weeks now. This is it for the dogs. They've got to win this if they're going to avoid the spoon. Yeah, this this kid Fogarty, he's got many halfbacks in this competition covered. He'd be getting paid next to nothing, a pie and a beer, probably for Fogarty. But he's flying. He, he's doing wonderful things for this club. Uh, every single week, Brimson's getting better, mm-hmm. and they beat the Dragons without Mo Fodawaka. He comes back into the side, so. They're just a better team. Holbrook's flying, so Titans for me, Dan. Okay. Uh, dogs for me, um, just because I think it is their grand final. Tell you what, one, we, we did the good, the bad, and the ugly a few weeks ago. Mm. I forgot to mention this. This has actually turned out, it's going to turn out to be my good. Gold Coast to be the top Queensland team at eight yeah. bucks. Wow. Didn't have a cracker on it, of wow. course. Didn't have a cracker on it, of course. Uh, let's go to Manly West's Tigers. Saturday, 5.30. Oh, this is a toughie to try and pick here. It's at Brookie, where the Tigers have a wretched record, although they did win there two years ago, but I think that's their only win there in the last 16 years. Um, Abbas Miski comes into the Manly side for Ruben Garrick. Joel Thompson, a wonderful career in yep. the NRL, came to an end this week, so uh, he won't play anymore. Um, the Tigers... I, I can't, you, you don't know what Tigers you're going to get. Are they going to be inspired this week? Um, 
Is the Benji stuff going to ruffle them around a bit? I don't know, Joel. Take it away. Uh, Daily Cherry Evans is the difference here. I, I don't think Brooks and Marshall works. I tell you what, Dan, week one uh, or two weeks ago, Tavita Funa played fullback, and I thought, oh, this kid's just not fit enough. He can't play fullback. Last week, I thought, geez, this kid might be a star. Uh, so he's improved dramatically in a week. Yeah. He, he I reckon he's He was have a Steve break. Maven two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, he was. But he just looks a handful. I reckon, he's got something. He's oh, clearly yeah. got something. Clearly got something. So I think he's going to explode here and have a massive breakout game to Vita Funa. Last week, Des named number 18, young Hopawati, Albert Hopawati. Yep. And he started the game in the centres. Who's number 18 this week? Uh, oh, Schuster. Josh Schuster. Yeah. That's got to be John's kid. Uh, is, yeah, th- ooh, nephew. or I'm not sure. But, okay. But there's been massive raps on this kid for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. He'll be playing, Dan. Oh, so not Miski. You think it might be Schuster? No, no, I don't think Miski. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he, he's a five-eight back rower. Oh, really? Yeah, Schuster. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a, like a, uh, I suppose, like a Johnny Sutton sort of type. Okay. Yeah, he. If he's named in the 18 jersey, he's playing, Dan. Okay. This is the the uh, the Kane theory. That's what I think. He'll be playing. So I I'd like him to play six to see Kate Cuss go to dummy half, but we'll see how that plays out. I hate going against my beloved Tigers, but I've gone with them too many times, and I'm going to go the Seagulls or Brookie. Manly have copped five beatings in a row. Uh, well, three of those have been absolute beatings. Uh, Melbourne last week, 30-6. to six. The South game was a disaster. Then they also lost to Newcastle, the Warriors, and Penrith. I don't think they're that bad that they should be losing six in a row. I thought the Tigers gave it everything they had last week and still weren't within... You know, 24 points at Penrith. I'll, I'll take Manly. Minus four, by the way. Uh, four is the line there at uh, Brookvale Oval. Right, the big one. Another Saturday night match of the round. And this, Joel, I'm declaring it. It's a knockout game. It's Canberra versus the Roosters. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Knockout of the top four, you mean? Not, and not, not- knock out of the pre- – whoever loses – well, sorry, let me restate. I think the Roosters can win the comp from five to eight. Yes. I don't think Canberra can. No, I don't think so So either. Canberra, it is must win. Yes. Roosters, this makes it a lot harder if they lose. Okay. Dollar ninety. Uh, the line sees the Raiders getting a whopping six. I can't believe that. Six. Head-to-head, 275-145. I think that's disrespectful to the Raiders, the mm. odds being that big. Raiders, no major changes. Corey Hadawira is back. He didn't play against the Dogs because he wasn't allowed to. The Roosters, uh, all the attention on Sonny Bill, of course, but Luke Keary is back. That's the big one there for the Roosters. We expect, what, 20, 25 minutes out of Sonny Bill? Yep. Report today, he's going to play 10 minutes either side of halftime. Take note, Angus Crichton has been named in 18, Mitch Orbison in 19, so that they also might find their way into, well, particularly Crichton, into the lineup. Josh Morris plays game 300. They're making a case, by the way, the Morris boys, greatest brothers to ever play. Now, you got the Walters boys, you got the Mortimers. Johns. you got the Johns. Okay, it's a tough case, but they're at least putting their name. They've got 300 tries between them. Yeah. The, the Hughes brothers. Um, Tony Walkers. Kane, Jess Kane, and yours truly. Okay. <laughs> Tony Kane, Jess Kane. And yours truly. You've got well. You've got a point scoring title between <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, between us, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, how do you see this game going? This is a. This is actually a great game. That Cracker. didn't even need Sonny Bill Williams to hype it up. No, nah, doesn't need it. And uh, I think you'll find the Raiders, Dan. They beat the Roosters at the SCG this year. How many yes. people can boast about that? Yeah. 
Here's some markets here for Sonny Bill Williams. Anytime try score of $4.50 to score a try and the Roosters win $5. Mm-hmm. You'd be taking the anytime try scorer there, wouldn't you? As opposed to them scoring, uh, him scoring, them winning to score two or more twenty six bucks. When he made his return back to rugby league last time, he scored a try. That was against South Sydney. Did uh, he that, score? Yeah, we only remember that game for the Sam Burgess smashing yeah, him. He scored in that game. Did, he yeah. did too. I do. He did right late in the game. The game yeah. was over. South had won comfortably. Yeah, but he scored. He late. scored a try. So uh, there's your price there. But the I Raiders, would have a market. What are the odds of a shoulder charge? <laughs> Imagine if he got on on, uh, on report. Uh, they don't fear the Roosters. They're one team who do not fear them. I reckon the last five games has been decided by six points was the margin here. Yep. Uh, let's make it five and a half because we both believe it could go the other way and it was uh, has been decided by six points or less. You're right. Well, here we go. So 24-20 at the cricket ground. The grand final, 14-8. 22-18 last year in Canberra Roosters. Magic Ground Roosters thirty to twenty four, uh, and fourteen to twelve um, Canberra back in twenty eighteen. So that's uh, they are very close. I think Canberra has been disrespected here, Joel, and I I think Canberra will cover. Yeah, we're on the same page. Okay, both have the Raiders. All right, let's go to New Zealand Warriors versus Parramatta Sunday afternoon at four p.m. This is in Gosford. The question here, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we know exactly what we're going to get from the Warriors. Mm. The question is, what are we going to get from the Eels? $310.37 in Gosford. Uh, the line is minus eight. Again, this is another one that you're waiting for the market to tell you which way to go here, Joel, at Sportsbet. Minus eight. I can't take that, frankly, the way Parramatta are going. Jai Field is the number six with no Dylan Brown. Murata near Corey is back. Are they going to hit form? Because they haven't been in form for a little while. They beat, after last week's shellacking against South, they beat Melbourne 14-0. Um, Melbourne, it was a origin-affected-like side. And then they lost the week before that to the Dragons. So they've yeah. been out of form for a little while. They have. I'll, I'll side with them here. Uh, another team I've probably been a bit too loyal to. No Eli Katoa for the Warriors, which is uh, not without significance. What about this, Dan? The Mike Acevo, mm-hmm. he's $11 to be the top try scorer, right? Mm-hmm. Blake Ferguson, the other winger. He's not going to be top try scorer. He's eight dollars to go through the regular season without having scored a try. <laughs> Tell me this: Has this ever in, happened in history where a top four team at the back end of the season has, where both wingers have played pretty much every game, one winger's in the mix for top try scorer, and one winger hasn't scored a try? That would never have happened Something's, in history. Yeah, it's kooky. It's kooky. So there you go. Uh, Eels for me. Yeah. And is this is this the week you tip Ferguson to break the drought? Because you do nah, it every not other going week. near it. Not going anywhere near it. Uh, which okay? Which way do we think the line will break? What is it? It's eight, eight and a half. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll go there too. Mm. Oh, I think people will think this is the week that Parramatta will get it. To, I just don't see. I just don't. See, it'll happen. They're going to click yeah. at some point, but how can you be sure it's going to be this week? And then the final game of the round, another Sunday night stinker. Can we, if we're going to do this Sunday night thing, can we actually make them decent games? <laughs> North Queensland versus St. George Illawarra. Um, Cowboys 235, Dragons $1.60. Um, Cowboys bring back Tabuai Fido, Jake Clifford, Gavin Cooper, Isan Masters. 
Dejan Arcee will be in the 14 jersey. Scott Drinkwater, the number six. Val Holmes goes back to fullback. Um, was Val on the wing last week or was he fullback? I didn't see that game. The ding-a-ling. Uh, and what? I think it was the wing. Wing, yeah. Uh, rhyming slang. <laughs> uh, the ding-a-ling. I thought, geez. <laughs> What were you watching? Dragons, uh, pretty solid outfit there in terms of not not many changes. Uh, first meeting this year between these two sides. Dragons giving three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to back the uh, the Cowboys thirteen plus here. Oh, yeah. If it goes pear shaped, it'll really go pear shaped. So just at the price, I just think that's worth okay. stumps. Six bucks. The Dragons had their season on the line. They played the Gold Coast at home. No Mo Fodawaka. And they couldn't get it done. And you know what? Their attack it was pretty bloody poor. They had all the ball. They had so much possession against the Gold Coast team who were on the road, who can't make the finals. They couldn't score. This Cowboys side, with the team on paper, I know there's no Tamalolo, but they have got points. If they put it together 13-plus, so clearly I'm tipping the Cowboys to cover the line. Uh, yeah, no. Dragons are better for me. And uh, I just can't tip the Cowboys. They've lost eight in a row. Nine in a row or eight in a row? On Would the it, road without having a chance to make the finals all the way up there to Cowboys doesn't concern you? I think Yes, it does. And I won't be having a cent on this mm. game. But I think they're better. Can You know, we, you want to, people want to bring up Luke Brooks, eight years without making the finals, 145 games. Corey Norman, 203 games, never won a final. Yeah. Corey Norman, 203 games. He's played in three finals, never won one. Yep. So um, does that not tell you all you need to know? Right. There are our tips for the week, but now let's get to the ones we really like. Right, Dan, I've, I've already shared it, so there's no clue, but, uh, or no, you don't need a clue for it. Cowboys 13 plus, purely at the price, six bucks. It could get pear shaped yeah, really quickly. You know what? I think that's a really good share. I don't think they'll win 13 plus, but you're right. If you're going to back them, they could go on a run, you know, Hamiso and Val, and there's enough points yeah, in the team. Yeah, good call, and, and the weather should be nice and yeah. warm, you, you, you think, very flowing. I like – there are two games where the line really jumped out at me. Uh, South and Canberra. I, I've already had my say on Canberra. Again, South plus four or four and a half. There you go. I think there's some really good value there. Mm. Um, I, I think even without Latrell Mitchell, South can certainly uh, challenge the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, I'll be having uh, multis this week with your tips and my tips all Very into good. Nature Strip at a dollar forty to win uh, uh, on the weekend. The great sprinter is back I'll towards be- an Everest, so I'll be doing that, Dan. Oh, here's my idea. By the way, I have two ideas. Can I share them before yeah, we go? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Right, the Everest should be at seven o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's middle of October. Yeah, the sun's out. Yeah, you, Peter Valandis is looking for to, to make this a real event, and he has made it a real event. Mm. Uh, and if you want to blow Melbourne out of the water, let's do something different. Firstly, there should be floodlights at Randwick Racecourse, but that's a whole other thing, and yep. that's a money exercise. I get that. But seven o'clock, love it. Last race of the day, like they do in yeah. Hong Kong, they make the big race, the last yeah, race, or yeah, Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you know what? You can have a twelve race card. And um and 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 as a TV show, six thirty till seven thirty preview. It's the, it's the Everest, yeah. So you, you Channel Seven does the whole day as normal. Mm. Go to the news and they come out and it's a one hour presentation. The Everest. Oh, the standalone race. The standalone oh, race. Yeah. The last race of the day, seven o'clock. So the eleventh race of the day is at six twenty or something. So, so like rugby league, you'd have the the eight or nine Bingo. races, and then you'd have Bingo. the pregame entertainment like a grand final. You can do that. 
if Damn. you want to do that. Yep. Uh, so six thirty, but you can do your preview. You know, everyone has just squirreled away enough money. How big make, would that be? I don't see why they don't do it. Yeah. I, I think, and I was thinking, would Seven be interested in it? I I, I always refer to Seven because they broadcast it. Um, there's nothing else on in the middle of October. Huge. Like, like uh, on that weekend, it's not like um, there's AFL to worry about. Well, there might be that weekend. I'm talking next year and beyond. Well, you'd have six, year, six fifteen or something, wouldn't you? Well, oh, so, sorry, seven fifteen, where you get a little little ten minutes into it. Yeah, I'm just a little worried about. I don't think the sun sets that late, uh, so that's why I said seven or six fifty. Uh, yeah, yeah, but a one hour show. Don't yeah. tell me that wouldn't make money. And here's my other idea. Uh, I, I worry about the rugby league grand final. We all understand social distancing. We can't fill the stadium. Although if Suncorp, if they can fill the Gabba for the AFL, why can't they fill the uh, Suncorp for the NRL grand Correct. final? So, um, I may, and don't forget, the NRL has not announced where the grand final is yet. But if it's in Sydney, as I expect, and we can only get say twenty five percent of it, twenty five percent cardboard cut out the ground. Yep. Because these images are going to be shown forever. Something magic is going to happen. It's a grand final. Yep. I just think you know what. It's going to cost you a little bit of money, but let's get all the cardboard cutouts from all the clubs, and we'll just put them up, and 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 at least when we have the super slow-mos of the magic play, at least it's not going to look so uh, plain. Well, if you're going to have a few games throughout the final series, get them up there nice and early. That's exactly... Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly... The right. NBA, it looks magnificent, doesn't it? Dan, before we go, yes. uh, we've got the top try scorer draft, which we did a few weeks ago, mm. and you can get involved. So if you go to Rugby League Extras Markets... Uh, you are one behind, Dan, but I would – you're $3.25. Your team of Sevo. I was ahead. Yeah, Johnston well, – well, Johnston had the week off, which didn't help you. Sevo and Ravalawa didn't score. Yeah. So you stopped in a hurry. Uh, I've gone to the front with Sean. We're both 39, so it's a tight old race. I'm $2.70 with Addo Carr, Felt and Katoa. Sean is Crichton, Dufty, Nofaluma on 39 also. $2.50 favourite. I think you're worth the shout at the three twenty five, aren't you? Who do you want now? That's a very good question. Uh, Johnston at fullback doesn't score as uh, often. That doesn't help. Parramatta's out of form. I think I'd rather be on yours on the team sugar. Just add O'Carr. Oh, felt. felt. This is the week for Felt. Yeah. Against the Dragons. He's got to go nuts. No, I like Team Sean. Team Sean, the favourite. Because Norfolk scores even when they don't score tries. Well, Crichton scores every week. And Crichton scores every week. We've no, got to go. Go. We go, my friend. Righto, enjoy two, your week. Two parts next week. Two parts. So next week we start the two-part podcast. But please... Gamble responsibly, folks. Have a great weekend. Maroot.